It's the Ali Mac and Co podcast. Ali Mac and Co podcast. It's the Ali Mac and Co podcast. My name is Ali Mac. Hello. If you are listening on YouTube, don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, and Amazon Music, uh, and our socials at Ali Mac and Co. Heavy on the Instagram. Getting into the Twitter. We got Ben joining us in the studio. Hello, 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 mate. Uh, Cindy, the producer over there. Hello, Zid. Hello. So we're talking off-roading part two. Just to quickly recap what we went over in the first episode, we were talking about vehicles of choice. If you're just about to get into it, the cost that you might be looking at, how to join groups within the UAE and probably all over the Middle East that will teach you how to off-road different driving techniques. Uh, so we're getting a little bit more technical today, would you say? Slowly but surely, absolutely. Okay, yes. where where would you like to start, Ben? I, I just... If I may, just reiterate yeah. one more thing. Insurance. What about it? Have it. Okay. <laughs> have a proper insurance. Yeah. And I'm talking fully comp here, not third party. If you have one of the newer cars. If you've got one of the bangers, okay, fine. Third party. Yeah, also, even if you have fully comp, you have to make sure you have off-road coverage. Absolutely. Yes. 4x4 four four coverage is a must. Some people, if you have a 4x4 four, a four four capable car, it comes automatically, but it's always wise to check. Okay, but it's just regular fully comp insurance. If, and 4x4 four four cover. Because some people, some companies will specify, yes, you're fully comp, okay. but you're not off-road covered, which is a small technicality, which means if you roll in the desert, you can't claim that. Oh, wow. Okay, so you have to get that declared on your insurance sort of thing. Okay, fine. <laughs> and seatbelts, please. As in what, buy seat, special seatbelts? No, no, just the regular seatbelt that the car comes with. Please put them on. Oh, just wear them? Just wear them. Okay. I'll tell you why. Yeah, go on. First crash I ever saw, I was in the group almost 4x4. We were driving in a nice little queue and I see this this car go over. It was a 4x4. It was a, sorry, the, it was a Pajero, like my brother's. It's going across the dune. Stops. Center of gravity goes haywire. Flips two, three times. Everybody gets their glasses smashed. Children are crying. What? Children are crying. Because they had no seatbelt on. So they had cuts and bruises. And it was like, why, why, why would you not wear your seatbelt? You wear them on the road, which is a flat yeah. surface, safe surface. Well, why would you not wear them in the desert? Were the kids all right, firstly? They were all right, yeah, yeah. Oh, we got them so out, we got bad. them to the hospital, and they were all right. But, I mean... <laughs> Cindy, did you make me wear my seatbelt when you took me? Yeah. I'm sure he did. Yeah, he did, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. He was... You were good like that. I take my safety very seriously. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah. get the right insurance, yeah. i.e. four by four cover or mm-hmm. off-roading cover mm-hmm. and just wear your goddamn seatbelts. The regular seatbelts, nothing special. Just wear the seatbelts. I wanted to ask you, you know, when, when the car rolls and stuff, mm-hmm. if you've got stuff in your car, like you said, you take your sandwiches and, and stuff, doesn't that all just go? Absolutely. All over the place. <laughs> so <laughs> One of the... so. One of the reasons I mentioned the groups is to get started in the groups is because one of the things they constantly drill in is to make sure you have your stuff strapped down. Um, we were talking before also about changing the wheels of the car. Yeah. They change the wheels of the car. The nut, the lugs, the lug nut size changes okay. on some vehicles, on yeah. some different types of tires. Are you, to- are you talking about the locking nut? Yeah, locking nut. Okay. Yep. Um, so you'll need a specialized spanner which your car doesn't have unless it's the same size lug nut lock nut lock, locking nut um and that piece is like a cross and it's made out of metal most of the time and that's heavy 
you know, so you have a proper uh, bag, a rugged bag, not one of these cheap plastic foldable bags, yeah. you know, in the back. Thing is, everything inside the bags or multiple bags, as long as they're all strapped down, that's fine. Because when you do roll over, you do not want anything heavy flying all over the place. How did you deal with that? Because you had like a, your, your Gladiator was like semi-pickup. Yeah, well, it is a pickup truck. It has a, it has a truck bed at the back. And uh, I, it, it, every corner of the truck bed has hooks. So I bought this basically netting that hooks in and keeps everything down. And then on top of that, you also have a truck bed cover as well. You're, you're, you're okay if you've got a pickup because if you roll, the stuff's going out. going out, yeah, but yeah. But if inside the cab, if you've got like jail, for mm. example, anything in the back seats. In, oh. his, in your cabin, you had all the cameras and everything in there. Yeah, well, I don't plan to roll over. That's my key. We're, That's probably the first part of this is to make sure I'm not going to try and roll over today. Well, you never plan to roll over, do you? Unless you're trying to pull some insurance scam, <laughs> which does happen. No comment. <laughs> but no, like it just, just like yeah. I mean, it happens yeah. basically. And shit happens on. You could roll on a dune one meter high. It doesn't have to be a big dune. Yeah. And we, you were doing dunes that day. Yeah, I mean, I felt confident. I felt comfortable in my car. I knew the situation. I knew the area. Um, and that's that comes with time. And that comes with knowing your car as well and knowing your center of gravity. I drove the, the four-door, then I drove the Gladiator. It's a really long wheelbase cars. I couldn't get into, for example, what you're seeing there, the two-door Defender or the two-door Jeep. I probably wouldn't. Uh, I probably would roll that because I wouldn't understand its center of gravity. It's, it's kind of movement on dunes. But you I would learn that as you Yeah, got you'd it. have to take your time and basically start again. Not completely, but from, a, from, a, like a, from your perspective, like for me, I wouldn't fully send it. Straight away, I would be thinking about where I'm going first. Okay. Absolutely, super yeah. wise to do. That's what that's that's immediately why that's that's why. Excuse me, that's why I mentioned the best car to learn on is just a stock car. You learn the capabilities the car can work with as a stock vehicle, and then you then operate. the mods come later. Yeah, absolutely, and then you get better with your experience. You upgrade the parts of the car to perform better, and then you increase your experience like that. You when we talk about tools mm -hmm. to take with us, mm -hmm. what are we taking with us? Because it seems to be quite an important part of any conversation we've had regarding off-roading. It's always you've mentioned uh, tools and flags. Yep, yep. I mean, so flags are really big in the group convoys because you are quite a lot of cars, and it is pretty useful. If if we're completely honest, it is pretty useful because so you'd stick it at the back of your car. And hopefully it would be long enough because you get people who cut the flags and they're just like a foot or two above the roof, mm -hmm. which is that just to let people know where you are. Exactly. So you go over dune, you can't see the car, can you? Right. But you go over dune, you stop. Do you know if you stopped? No, no. You go over dune, he stops. But you see the flag. Flag is flapping around there. Right. You need to stop. Right. If you go over, you're going to hit him. So that's why that's there to avoid, to avoid little accidents. So I have long, tall flags. Yeah. Okay. Um, I know I got a friend of mine who drives a Jeep. What's your friend's name? Uh, Ahmed. Okay. Drives a Jeep from Egypt. Really cool guy. He's got a fishing pole. <laughs> if it works, it works. A full on fishing pole. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how long it is, but you can see that thing. And he's got the Egyptian flag fly flying proud as well. <laughs> a fair play to him. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that's actually, that's genius idea to <laughs> probably use. Probably better than the tiny little small red flags that we run. Yeah. <laughs> th those, those are the standard ones. But yeah, I mean, this guy, you yeah. can see that guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell he's obviously been hit 
and was like, I'm making sure no one hits me again. <laughs> yeah. 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 It works for him. So there you go. Absolutely. Well done, Ahmed. Good job. Tools. What sort of tools are we looking at? So um, when I first started driving, like I said, I started with almost 4x4. And then we started, I started to branch out on my own because the rules got quite suffocating and I didn't like, you know, you got m- maximum speed. You can't do anything fun that you want to do. You know, okay, it's a bit, a bit, a bit, Jesus, what's going on? It is a bit reckless, a bit more reckless because yeah. you want to do a couple of donuts, you know. They nah. don't let you do any of that. No, you're not reckless, yeah. are you? I used to be. <laughs> you didn't know me at the beginning. Um, so the first, uh, the lady who taught me how to drive, Nancy, amazing driver. Yeah. Um, she said, the only thing you need is a shovel, a spade. Okay. And that, the, that's if you get stuck. If you get stuck. You're digging. You, if you're alone and you've got a shovel, you know where to dig, you can get yourself out of more stuff. I don't, okay. I don't think I've ever dug. I dug once maybe with you, with you but I generally just grab someone else and grab a tow rope. That's why you usually go on a, in a team. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. But if you're on your own, what have you been out on your own? Yeah, but I don't, if I, as and when I go on my own, I don't take it to that, to next, that level to that, to where that you level would get stuck. Cause I, I'm I, as confident as I am when I've got five cars around me, that goes. Yeah. And I'm purely in that desert now for, for one reason. That's probably scenery, you know, get out of the city mm. and just have a break. I mean, remember when we actually went out just in one car, but it was me and you in the gladiator. And we got stuck out behind my house. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were like trying to get out for like 30, 40 minutes out of this one spot. And we did in the end get out, but that was probably because I didn't deflate either, which mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll touch on later. Yeah, we'll touch on that. That was a key factor. And you, you went out on your own <laughs> yeah. and yeah. you got stuck. Yeah. And how did you get out? So we took about 35 minutes to basically so back and we weren't, forth. We weren't stuck where we were bogged down. We were stuck. So there's soft stand and you'll find that in a bunch of places where you can't get enough momentum to go, get out of this little dune. Okay. And this little dune was... Oh, tiny, mate. It, was no tiny, tiny, it, it wasn't even bigger than the car. Yeah. yeah. But the sand is so soft and you can't get momentum that if you spin the wheels, you'll get stuck. You'll get bogged down. And then you need to dig. So you just keep spinning slowly, slowly, slowly. You turn the steering wheel left. You turn it right. You turn it left. You turn it right. And and where it crawls. And it crawls. Not so, even inches, m- millimeters. You're watching the car just go forward. You constantly so, do that. It's like a bit of a snake movement. A very yeah, yeah, yeah. slow. That's, that's the point. So you snake. grab traction on the sides. Yeah, yeah. When you, that's why you turn oh. it. So because if you keep it still, it just digs itself down. But if you keep cutting into the corners... You move slowly because okay. it's putting sand underneath the tires and pushing it ever so slightly. Yeah. So I'm assuming for like the tires and stuff, like, so when you say a shovel, like one of those little garden spades should do. Th- no. Okay. Got this completely wrong. Sir, now, oh, oh, my. The <laughs> hand has gone up. So stop. <laughs> Whoa. Try, stop. Stop. <laughs> Since we got a picture of this. We right? actually, yeah. We, pre- we got a picture. We, we prepared for this one. We knew you'd say that. We thought this might come up. I can't find, I can't find the mouse. Did, we didn't. <laughs> I just can't believe I saw the hand. So it was stop. like face palm. I was stop. like, what? Stop, please. Yeah, so you that's look. a cute little thing. Yeah, it's... No. <laughs> What's wrong with that? No, look, listen. That shovel is literally like this size. Okay, yeah, it's hand, tiny. And it folds, it folds into three, so it comes into the, like... It folds this over there and that backwards, and it's comp- nice and compact. Okay. But it's useless. If you get stuck, you need more than that to shovel the sand out. Otherwise, you're going to be there forever. It's not even worth it. So you need like a... a Big one. You need a decent sized one. Right. There we go. So they sell this in a bunch of places here. It's not very clear. So if we can just describe that, that is like a really big headed So you've got a shovel. solid piece of shovel 
and it's extendable as well. So you can extend it and get right under the car to where you need to cook. And you've got to be careful. You've got to be careful when you're um, digging under the car because the exhaust is hot. Right. Okay. And yeah, that heats yeah. up the sand. If you're doing it in winter, you don't realize. And all of a sudden you're pulling sand out. You're like, Shit. Yeah. 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 You know, it's hot. Um, but if you have that small dinky one. Yeah. You're not getting anywhere with that. Please. You're so doing, you're doing no one a favor here. So big shovel key. Yes. All right. Absolutely. Any other tools? Definitely. Oh, really? Definitely. Okay. Tow rope and not one of these little dinky strings. You mean like a heavy duty A properly rope. rated. We'll get into quality later, but yeah. I'm big on quality. Okay. Are you uh, kinetic or tow? Uh, kinetic. Kinetic. Um, yeah. I don't recommend winches. Yeah, well, if you're really. going to throw in these, what's the difference between So it? one of them basically stretches like a bungee cord. Which is which one? The kinetic, kinetic rope. Okay. And one is like the ones they use for like which shipping taut. containers. Yeah, and yeah. Run, yes, okay. which is taut. So the kinetic, what it will do is it will stretch a little bit and then it will bump your car out. It will it bump your car it out. It won't shock the car out. Right, okay. When you tug on this side, it doesn't snap. It doesn't snap. Yeah. Okay. The other car, so you do, you do less damage. Okay. So tow rope, shovel. Absolute basics. That's it. That's it. Flag if you're in a group. And a flag. Yeah, no other tools really required. If uh, you've got one of the old junkers and a jeep or a jeep, any jeep, yeah, probably <laughs> probably better to take a mechanic out with you. Yeah, okay, yeah. first, first aid kit. <laughs> yeah, first aid kit is always handy, but that's one not a tool. That's like a you're a tool. Have a look at that picture for everyone on YouTube. Which one? You bait your face. Oh, yeah, no. we've added uh, Ben in. Oh yeah, Ben's an integral yeah, part ben, of the team. Tool look, look at that good looking fella. Even I know I got a hey cutie from my wife as well. Face. Hold on, can we, just because I've been seeing it on Instagram, can we do that whole thing? Which one? Okay, smile, raise your eyebrows, stop smiling. That's your model face. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Go on. What is it? Okay, so away from the microphone so the camera can see you. Smile, eyebrows up, stop smiling. That's your model face. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, okay, <laughs> back, to, back to topic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tools, tools. Yeah. So what have we got? What do I have? Yeah, shovel, flag. If you're in a group, and a rated rope. Okay, absolute necessity. Like we were saying before with the tires, if you change the wheels, no, be, bring the lock nut. Come yeah, on, Jody, one. bring the lock nut. <laughs> a shout out to Jody. Uh, yeah, think about. Ask. Don't be afraid to ask. Absolutely not. Like the people are so friendly, mm. uh, and it does you no harm. Okay, um, your beard really loves Jesus, our microphone, mate. It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> so smooth. <laughs> uh, okay, so we've covered tools and flags, strapping down your tools, insurance seatbelts. What's a, what's a kill switch? It is a very useful thing to do to your car, especially in the desert. So think of a car on the road, a normal fancy car, not even a fancy car, any modern day car, really, yeah. ABS. Yes. Right. So yeah. the ABS is designed to give you more steering ability yeah, in an it's emergency. Like a, a very quick start, stop, start, stop. Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. 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 Automatic yeah. braking system. Yeah. And if you have that in the desert, what happens is your wheels are still spinning, which means sand is going underneath the yeah. wheel and it's not piling up fast enough in front of your tire to make you stop. So you won't stop as quick as if you have a kill switch. So if you have a kill switch that disables the ABS, so your wheels will lock up. In an emergency in the sand, that's what you need. Absolutely. And yeah. In effect, what will happen is when so you slam the brakes, you slam the, the brakes. sand 
piles up in front of the car. wheels lock the yeah. momentum is still going forward obviously right so what will happen is instead of it still going around with yeah. the abs it stops and just piles up the sand in front giving you a shorter stopping distance ah imagine that also when it comes to abs like remember i told you about the crash the lady in yeah. the, the sorry the earlier yeah earlier so when you're going sideways like that the wheels will sense the spin in yeah. the tires and if that happens and you're at the wrong angle, it will just kill the power. And if you kill the power, you roll. Essentially, if you're at a bad angle and you don't have enough momentum to turn yourself down or to turn yourself up, if you know what you're doing, you'll roll. So, so the you kill switch gets rid of that problem as well. Yes, because it will keep the wheel spinning, which okay. is what you want when you're doing that, that kind of crest. Right, okay. You don't want it to lock up on you or downshift. Because right. you want to keep the power to the wheels. Another reason why you should have a manual vehicle. Yeah, so when you're... Not I, sure, but... Andy. I feel like you got uh, you got jabbed by Ben there. <laughs> Very rare. Why? No, why is life. that? Oh. Okay, so the kill switch controls the ABS yeah. and the fact that your car won't just cut out. Yeah, keep, keeps your wheels spinning, which, okay. is, which is what you want when you're doing that. Yeah. And it locks them up when you want to brake. So it's very important to have then it's not very important because when you first start out you're learning all these things yeah and it's always good to because the experience stock, them. the stock cars won't have kill switches no not unless you get one that has one installed from the previous owner which if you're buying a four by four that one that's been used for desert they should might, they would might actually come with it mm. because it's it's an aftermarket bit of kit that you can install yeah very, very easy 200, yeah. 200 chips and you're done um 200 dirhams, that's about, uh, what's that? 40, 40 quid, yeah. 60, $70. Okay. Yeah, cheap cheap mod, very effective. We're going to talk about parts and quality because mm -hmm. you're massive on that. I am, but I'm a fan of quality. Now, I'm not rich by any means, mm. but I would rather have something that's tried and tested from a branded product, for example. Mm. Like, it doesn't have to be expensive because you've got ARB, you've got Dobinson's, which are tried and tested products in Australia where they test them heavily mm. for those type of terrains. So there'll be an upgrade over the OEM suspension, the manufacturer's suspension. So, so we're talking, when you say parts uh, and quality of parts, what, what particular parts are we looking at here? We look at, you said suspension. There's different parts, but at the moment we're, we're talking about suspension. Right. So you're talking quality cheap parts yeah. Or tried and tested parts that are done by a major manufacturer and heavily tested in Australia, for example. Mm. You've got Fox, which have a range of suspension as well. They have the cheaper ones and they go all the way up to like 20, 30K. These guys are specialists in off-roading parts, yeah. I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's, a, it's a company that you can look up online, tried and tested in various rallies around the world. So they've got some heritage to them. So it brings up their, 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 their you know, you trust them a bit more. Yeah. Because Whereas, there's lift kits and stuff as well. I, yeah. I don't want to go into that too much, but I know you, you had your... Yeah, I got mine through Jeep, uh, which was the Fox kit. Okay. Um, and yeah, there's like countless manufacturers that will do it now. Yeah. But you got you got a suspension lift, which is... So you, you mentioned lift kit. So yeah. Because you get a suspension lift, mm. which changes all the suspension setup to create lift. Whereas if you get a lift kit, they keep everything stuck but they put like a spacer in between the body and the shock mount to raise the, the height of the vehicle. The, the chassis itself. Yeah. Okay. But the car is designed for molded around stock performance, not that lifted one. So okay. it's not the best. So as opposed to like these uh, manufacturers that you mentioned, which are have quality control, 
What are the alternatives that you wouldn't recommend? I would rather not mention them, but what they essentially do is, so we know they're all made in China anyway, right? So they would get like a King suspension or a decent Fox suspension. Mm-hmm. They would send it over to China and have someone replicate, replicate it. it. Right. But it's not tested. Yeah, there's, there's no quality, quality control. control. Right. They don't use like a lot of these high-end ones or even medium-end ones. Are, they come with rebuild kits that if something happens and you, one day you see your car, you know, looking like it's limping yeah, because one of the shocks has gone, mm. lost its gas or oil or whatever, you can go take it to the garage. Mm. They do it up brand new. Whereas these cheaper ones, if it goes, it goes. You just yeah, and there's one. no warranty or anything like that on it. No. And right. like, there's no quality testing to them. So, so it's, be- <laughs> it's, you have to be careful. Yeah. Is it cheaper? Absolutely. But is it worth the hassle if something goes wrong? No. And you're talking about, because you'd probably use that car for a daily. So most people do. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to have something that's taken your own daily that's... Yeah. Eh. So the, yeah, better not to cut corners on that. Then. I, not ideally, no. Same with wheels. Wheels as in the actual wheel or the tires? The, the actual wheel, the rim, not the tire. Right, okay. So you get, same, same deal, you get, part, you get wheels which are from Thailand, you get wheels which are... Uh, quality control actually because i had like braid in mind they use their wheels on tons of rally cars okay that take a beating do wheels take a beating when you're dune bashing oh tons so one of the most essential things you do when you're off-roading actually the first thing you do before you even hit the sand is deflate the tire right so you get a bigger traction footprint yeah when you're driving but, but that means there's less cushion to well, hit the, the rim <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) These guys and their impressions. I have to live with this. Yeah. So uh, you deflate the tire. Yeah. Flushing there, are you now? (laughs) 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 So you've deflated the tire and you're driving along. And there are these things that I call bitch ditches. Ah, bitches. No, bitch ditches. And what is this? It is like, so you'll be driving, you'll find a nice little sapka, which is like an empty part of the desert, a nice flat, looks flat. Yeah. But there'll be like a little bump that you don't see. It's not even a bump. It's like a little dip. It's like a, where the wind blows, where the wind blows through one of these valleys and it creates a little, like a pothole in the desert. Okay. So you're driving fast and you've got a ton vehicle going through there. The car's going to put pressure on the wheel. Okay. Going at that speed, you're going to hit the corner, boom. And on these cheap ones, you could dent the rim. The rim, So you okay. bend the rim. Right. Sometimes you have a pop-out, which is when the rim comes off the tire. Tire comes off the rim. See, saw that with yeah. Cindy. Not Cindy didn't do it, but another One person that was with he us. Was there. Yeah, yeah, you were there. That's right. And then you fixed it, actually. Yeah. That's when Simon popped yeah. out. Super yeah. easy to fix if you got the tools. Oh, you called out Simon. That's so bad. Yeah. Oh. Simon had a disastrous first and last time on the desert. <laughs> one, one time. There's one time he went and that's it now. And his bumper's permanently dented and he's Poor never fella. Going back. His side steps on. Anyways, yes. Um, so, so it's important to get a good quality wheel as well. The actual rim itself. The actual rim. And because to- they can take their four, they're properly... They can take the impact. Yep. Considering there's no pressure in the tyres. Makes sense. Again, tested, yeah. quality tested. You just get that peace of mind as well. I'm assuming with 
constantly deflating and inflating the tires, you probably need a good tire as well. It helps. There are different brands of tires as well. Um, so little, a little misconception here is like, you see a lot of people with these aggressive looking tires, not really that good for the sand. Okay. You see the low, the big fat chunky ones. Yeah. Where you see the lot of uh, the big knobbly tires. Yeah. Yeah. Not really the best. Okay. So what you want in the desert, you want to float and you don't want to dig. So those like a shovel, right? Knobbly bits will just dig into the sand. You want something that floats. So you see the locals with these like really smooth. Yeah. Tires. Those are like ideal. Yeah. Okay. Because I recently got uh, tires changed on my car and they gave me an option. Do you want tires from, I think it was Malaysia Mm -hmm. or tires from Japan? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm going to go with Japan. And they were like twice the price. So I was like, okay. Again, you do get what you pay for. And there are different qualities of tires because these round slick ones, Mm. they don't have a sidewall. Okay. Which means if you were to hit like a rock or a sharp bush then you could easily split the tire. Whereas the knobbly ones have a bit more of a harder sidewall, which means you don't have to worry too much Okay, about some of the rocks, unlike Jody. Mm. This is so <laughs> insightful. Yeah. If you were training me, uh-huh. what's your top tip for me? Get stuck. Lovely. Get stuck. It's the best way to learn. Get stuck. Don't roll over. Yeah. Don't have that ego thinking you can't roll over because you can. Yeah. Keep the ego up. You'll roll. Sid thinks he can't roll over. He can. He's been lucky. He's been lucky. Often I've had to come and push him over. (laughs) I never believed that I couldn't roll over. I've just tried to avoid it. it. And I think being in a longer wheelbase, you're more aware of your center of gravity. Okay. So you're kind of more aware of what will tip that car over. Um, And I just kind of got it in my head from day one. I was so nervous about that that I've always avoided myself getting in that situation where they would go up on the big dunes and I would be the guy in the middle, just like, I'm yeah. a support truck. That's I'm true. here to watch it. That's to true. be fair, the day he took us out and we had two cars following, he was in his zone. He was in his element. The like boss. He, he was sweating, but every time something and went we're wrong. In, we're in Dubai, it's hot. Cindy, <laughs> we got AC in the car, but Cindy came to the rescue and I was just like, wow. Like, <laughs> you know. Nice. My inner Ben came out. Ooh, mate. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Sir, you're going to make me blush. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, get stuck. Get stuck. Get stuck. Okay. It's, it's the best way to learn. Right. Ben, thank you for coming. I right. think that's all we need to know about off-roading, right? I think so. I might think of some other things. Get me on again. If Yeah. Well, if you have any questions for Ben, our socials at Ali Mac and Co. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back next week with another episode. Have a good one. Have Bye. a good one. Cheerio. Arigato. Thanks for tuning in to the Ali Mac and Co. podcast.